Good afternoon, guys. Welcome to another episode of In the Nick of Time with your girl, Nikki. Time is something that we should not waste. So, as I do every week, I get right into it. I hope you guys had a great week. Uh, I had a great week so far, and today I'm going to end this week. You know, I had to... Worked six days this week, and but I still uh, had to get this podcast done because I I want everybody to know what it is to love the Lord. It is so scary out here. I look around all the time. And I, I'm so glad that God is still in control because man is running amok. And every day we question the things that are, that are going on, that are hap- that's happening in the world. And it is scary, no doubt about it. You know, all of these uh, diseases that's that's starting to plague the world, and it makes it kind of makes me think of uh, the t- the ten plagues uh, that God put on the Egyptians. And the reason why I think of that is because I feel like a lot of us are stiff-necked, hard-headed people. I mean, so serious about that. And sometimes I tears well up in my eyes because I feel like we make life so difficult. But uh, I digress. I'm not getting on here to get on my soapbox. I just I feel like you know I I feel good. And I feel blessed. Not because of what I have, but because of the love that Jesus has for me every day. Because he could take me away from here at any time. So, I want to get into my episode, but I'm going to pray. And then we'll get right into it. Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you with thanksgiving on my heart, as humble as I know how, thanking you for your love, your long suffering, everything that you do for me. I thank you for giving your son, dear Heavenly Father, I pray that you will use me, speak through me today on this episode. Anybody that decides to listen, bless them, dear Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, I want to talk about today, no excuses. Sometimes I struggle with what I'm going to talk about. And uh, I was just at work, and, and a lot of times when I be at work, I be thinking to myself, 
if I if I get to myself and I can start to uh, think and my thoughts start to, you know, you know, grow different things come in my come up come to mind. Uh, so I was just I was just thinking and I said we make too many excuses. We make too many excuses. Especially when it comes to serving the Lord. We make so many excuses. We we blame our jobs. We work too much. We we blame family members. Because I'm on a I'm on a a path where I'm just rethinking church. And the reason why I'm rethinking it is because we we have been taught for so long about this building that we go to on Sunday or Saturday, whichever day we we choose to assemble. And I was just thinking, you know, as Christians we we try to get people to come to church. And we try to convince people that when we come to church and when we assemble with other believers, our lives will start to 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 manifest great things. Not to try to debunk that or argue any other point. Because he said in this word, do not forsake the assembly as some are in the habit of doing. But when I looked at that in this context, the most confusing thing to me is why do we on one hand say we are the church? But we've put so much focus on I, I I go I get up on Sunday or Saturday and go to this building. And that makes everything that I do throughout the week alright. Because this this spiritual walk that we're on, this spiritual journey that we're on, it it's an everyday all day thing. When you when your feet touch the ground in the morning, when you go to work, when you go to the store, when you go anywhere, it is about your spiritual walk. So the building that we go to, I I choose to say that it is an it is an organized assembly of believers. And I would never tell anybody to forsake the assembly. But what I will say is we have to go with our mind in the right place. And I, I think I wanted to kind of hit on that because I think I'm going to in my podcast kind of go in the direction of 
wanting people to understand that church is not the answer. And I want to break that down for people. I want people to understand when I say church is not the answer, I'm not telling you not to go to church. I'm not telling you that you should not think about I'm not telling you not to go to church, but I am telling you to understand what you try to understand what you're doing. Know why you're doing something. That's what I'm trying to say. Know why you're doing something. And then those who don't believe in going to that building on Sunday, who who use a lot of uh, excuses. Which is the reason why I, I, I thought about this. We make a lot of excuses. Now, what's the meaning of excuse? The meaning of excuse is there are three different meanings. An attempt to lessen the blame attaching to a fault or offense. Seek to defend or justify. To release someone from a duty or requirement. A reasonable explanation put forth to defend or justify fault or offense. So, we make a lot of excuses. And today I kind of want to hit on the one of those excuses that we make. Um, and I put it in, in a question form. When you do not attend church... What is your, whose fault is it? And then I, I, I said this. Jesus said, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness and these things will be added on to you. He didn't say, find the perfect place that meets your standards. So when you're going to, when you're going to that building, when you enter into that building, you're entering in to seek seek out Christ. That's why you that's why you go to hear the word of God so that you can apply it to your everyday life. Because we get frustrated when we go to that building every Sunday and it seems like nothing's changing in our lives. And that's because we have to understand, we have to seek Christ. We, we can't go with the intent to say, let me see what this will do for my life. And then when it gets to be, uh, things are not going your way. Then you decide, this is not what I want anymore. And And I feel like, we think that we're that we're in complete control in that sense. You know, I I I can go if I want to. God knows my heart. See, that's the scary thing that we miss. We say that a lot. <clears throat> but that phrase is so true. But it holds so much more weight than what we uh believe that it does. And let me explain. When you say God knows your heart, 
That means he knows your good and bad motives. Because he knows you inside and out. He has, he know the word of God says he knows everything about us. So when you make decisions and you feel like you're doing it to benefit you. And you but in the process you're going against God. You're going to lose every time. Because like I said, seek ye first. You're not going to a church to say, well, they, they don't, they, it's not exciting enough. Um, I don't like uh, singing from a hymn book. Uh, I don't like all the hoopla. Uh, I don't like the way the preacher teaches. He, you know, I feel like he uh, is, uh, he, he, he does too much or whatever. Whatever our excuse is. That's just what it is, an excuse. It's not justified. Your actions are not justified. So I wanted to start with that. I wanted to kind of hit on where the direction that my podcast is, is about to start going in. Because I think it's so important for us to stop making excuses. And, and and decide for ourselves, you know, choose this day who you're going to serve. Who, who are you going to serve? Because this is not, this, this, this journey is not about us. It's not about, I want to do it my way. I, I have to do it like this because this is what works for me. It's not about us. And you will be rejecting Christ. You're not rejecting that building. You're not rejecting the people in that building. So when you make your excuse, I want you to think about it. Uh, and now... Now, guys, I want to get into the no cap spill segment of my podcast. And in the no cap spill, I just wanted to get hit a little bit on even though we feel like we're telling the truth. This is kind of part of my no cap spills kind of tie in with whatever topic I'm talking about. And what I what what I want to talk about in the no cap spill is simply we have to learn how to build one another up. We have to learn how to build one another up. Because that is that is so important to God and being a part of his family. Because that's what we that's what we're here for. We're we're here to, to serve Christ. We're here to do his will. 
be available for him, be a vessel for him. And I feel like we don't build each other up. You know, I watch YouTube a lot of times, kind of to kind of see what's going on a little bit. And I just watch how people use their platforms to belittle each other, to down one another. Because we feel like if I if I can slander your name, if I can make you look bad, that's going to help me. But how? We got to learn how to build one another up. And we can't say that we can't justify it. We can't make excuses on why we don't build one another up. Because the word of God says this. Paul puts it this way in Ephesians 4.29. Let no corrupting talk come out of your mouth. But only such as is good for building up as fits the occasion that it may give grace to those who hear. So we got to think about who's listening to us. If a non-believer here is a believer crushing somebody else's spirit. How then can I tell you that Christ is good? All he does is 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 uh, uh, bring blessings to your life, and you know we can't be double-minded. We have to be consistent. See, it's the little things. I can't tell you. I can't say. Uh, Stop mistreating my people. And then on and then at the same time, I mistreat my people. It's kind of like a family member. Have you ever heard a family member say, I could talk about that person, but you can't talk about it. Because that's my brother, that's my sister, that's my mama, or whatever. I could talk about it, but you can't. How does that work? How does that work? We have to start building each other up. The word of God tells you. I'll read it again. Let no corrupting talk come out of your mouths. But only such as is good for building up. As fits the occasion. That it may give grace to those who hear. Building up. What are we building up? The body of Christ. That's how a community grows. You build it up. That's how you see things flourish. That's how you flourish in life. You build, you you continue to build and grow and get better with each day. So we have to learn how to build each other up. Because I'm so confused sometimes. 
I am so confused. We make excuses about, you know, Christians are too judgmental. But just think about the way that we talk about each other. Think about what we say about one another. Because I was thinking about uh, in the sports world. I just think about how Stephen A. Smith. I know a lot of my listeners probably don't know Stephen A. Smith and Shannon Sharp. I just think about how they speak of other black athletes. And I don't want to make it about race, but I just look at the difference in how they speak about other black athletes. And... I know you probably said, Nikki, why do you bring this up? But I was watching the show called Undisputed. And John Morant, you know, he's the he's the point guard for, for the Memphis Grizzlies. And he he was at a he was dining at a uh I don't know where the place was in Dallas. And the waitress he gave her a $500 tip. She said, Who are you? He said, I'm Black Jesus. Now, I was talking to a guy at work about this, and he was like, Well, you know, that's how it goes in the sports world. Okay, I'll give you that. Because the only person they've ever called Black Jesus was Michael Jordan. Okay. Granted, but first of all, what he was really wrong at was calling himself Black Jesus, period. But for them to take it out of context, and where you got to win a championship, you got to do this, and, and I'm saying to myself, why do we do this to one another? Why was the focus taken away from him believing that he was doing something good for somebody? Why was the focus about, well, let me talk about his his game. Let me talk about how many times he's been injured. There's no way he can call himself Black Jesus. I, I understand the society that we live in. But we have to think sometimes about what we're doing and and what we are saying to the world when we have platforms. What are you using your voice for? Because on the one hand, you want white people to stop belittling us and not treating us, you know, as equals. But we always put ourselves in different categories depending on who we are. Jay-Z doesn't see me as an equal, but he's a black man. Shannon Sharp does not see me as an equal, but he's a black man. 
Stephen A. Smith doesn't see me as an equal, but he's a black man. I don't believe Jada Pickett Smith sees me as an equal, but she's a black woman. Because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, we put ourselves in certain positions. I don't consider myself equal to a homeless person. How many times do we ride past homeless people or people that saying they're homeless? We're more focused on thinking that they're making a fool out of us. Instead of saying that person's hurting. Is it something that I really can do and should do? If they are running a con game, there are so many different ways to do things to make sure that you're doing your due diligence. Because we talk about equality. But am I on the same level as Michelle Obama? But we're two black women. Am I, but am I, would you treat me the same way that you treat Michelle Obama? I work 10 hours a day at a factory. Michelle Obama is the former first lady of the United States of America. Am I, would, would you treat me? Now you can say, that has nothing to do with racism. Now let's be real. Do all celebrities treat their fans or just a, a random person the same way they'll treat somebody on their level? Or will they treat me like I'm inferior and I'm, and I'm less than? Explain, ask yourself those questions. If you, if I just ran into Jay-Z and I ran up to him and I'm like, I'm your biggest fan. The bodyguards would jump in the way first of all. And what do you think he, how do you think he will react? Oh yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And walk off. Do you think he'll say, nah, man, watch out. She, she said she's my biggest fan. Hey, what's your name? Woo, 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 woo. Come chop it up with me. I'm, I'm finna go here. Come chop it up with me. Do you think he would do that? So, I'm just saying we got to build each other up. We got to stop, and I'm not, and I'm not saying that, you know, you should, that celebrities should let anybody get close to them, but I'm just trying to give you insight into, you know, the, the inconsistency of people. You know, you want to fight for this on one hand, but we, but this is what we do on the other hand. Like. I'm going to fight for injustice over here because I don't like what happened. But I'm going to treat you, I'm going to treat you like crap over here. Because I just don't like you. 
So guys, that is so important to me. That is so important to me. That we start to build one another up. And I include myself in that. Start building people up. And we got to stop tearing one another down. That is very important. That we start there. With the, with the building one another up. So guys. That's my show for today. I love you guys. And I want us to reprogram our thinking. I'm doing the work. I want you to go on this journey with me. We all got work to do. We all got so much to do. If we're still here, you got work to do. So let's recover the life that the devil tries to take from us each and every day. He's a thief. He's going to continue to come at us. And, and just because you decide to go to a building every Sunday, that's when it's going to get even worse. That's when he's going to come on even stronger. And let's live life, not lifestyle. Let's live for Christ. Because he said he'll give you life and life more abundantly. Lifestyles that cost too much. Lifestyles take a lot out of you because you have to work so hard to maintain a lifestyle. And people only love you when that lifestyle is beneficial to them. So guys, I love you. Until next time, stay blessed, stay safe, and I'm out.